Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This high-spirited yarn, Story Club members, might make you stay away from that homemade plushie forever. It's one I call Sock the Monkey. Elliot Thorne thought that this was the ugliest sock monkey he'd ever seen. Not that any sock monkey was particularly pretty, since they were made out of antiquated socks. They were always a little weird-looking and creepy in an old-school kind of way. But this one? Well, it looked like it had been dragged through the mud and back. It was stained a brown color. It almost appeared like dried blood. But why would a sock monkey have dried blood on it? The sock monkey's name was, appropriately, Sock. Sock the monkey was in a wooden box about the size of a shoebox, just kinda unceremoniously stuffed in there. It had a silver chain around its neck, and a note. The note said that, This doll contains the spirit of Zamondo, an evil spirit. Do not remove the silver chain for any reason. Oh, Uncle Pete, Elliot thought, you were such a jokester. He missed his Uncle Pete, who had died a few weeks ago in a car wreck. He was driving through the fog in the middle of the night, lost control, and went off a cliff. Uncle Pete had been loud around the holidays, always telling jokes and bringing strange and unusual gifts. He'd been an architect who traveled the world most of his life, but he also liked to tinker in his shop. And he used to make toys, like Sock here. After Uncle Pete's death, his parents had cleaned out his place. They donated most of his furniture and belongings to charity and sold the rest of it in an estate sale. Sock the monkey was left out of both because Elliot's dad thought the doll was strange and unusual. He figured Elliot would like it. Dad was wrong, Elliot thought. The wind howled outside. Elliot couldn't believe his parents had gone out to the store in basically a blizzard. But the weather report said that there could be more snow and freezing, and possibly a loss of power, so they had to go stock up on supplies in case they were going to be snowbound. 
The fire crackled in the living room fireplace. The house, surrounded in snow, had a kind of hush around it when his parents were gone. It's like it was covered in cotton batting. The snap and pop of the fire was the only reassuring thing. Elliot had been told by his parents not to mess with the sock monkey, and certainly not take off the silver chain. But as he was putting it back into the box to lock it up, the chain snagged on the lock and pulled free. It fell off the sock monkey. Elliot tried to fasten the chain again, but it wouldn't go back on since a link was broken. So he tossed everything back into the box, closed it, and put it back on the living room shelf. Then he went into the kitchen to make himself some cheese and crackers for a snack. That sounded good. And a ginger ale. Since his middle school was canceled today, he was gonna snack and stream some shows. As he was in the kitchen slathering a cracker with some mustard using a butter knife, Elliot heard a clatter in the living room. Going in to check it out, the wooden box that it contained, Sock the Monkey, was on the hardwood floor. It was open, and no monkey. The silver chain that, once bound his evil spirit within, was on the floor. What the actual- Sock jumped onto Elliot's back and wrapped his soft arms around his neck. Dropping the butter knife, Elliot fought with the Sock Monkey demon. Normally, he would be strong enough to pull something that weighed the same weight as a beach towel off of him, but Sock was strong, too strong. It was the evil spirit within him. It was obvious now that it wasn't a legend, it was real. He wished he'd been more careful like his parents said and his late uncle had warned in the note. Elliot fell to the floor. <gasps> the knife. Sock was trying to cut off his air, his breathing. Elliot started to choke. He could barely reach the handle of the butter knife. It was dull and pointless, but at least it was some kind of weapon to fight this thing. His fingers groped the handle of the silver knife. He reached back and tried to stab the literal monkey on his back. It only infuriated the sock, or at least the malevolent spirit within. It jumped off Elliot and scuttled behind a chair. Elliot shivered, clutching the knife, trying to breathe. He needed to call for help now. He'd left his phone on the table. As he reached for it, Sock bit his hand. Ow! The Sock Monkey had a nest full of razor-sharp teeth and a cruel, crooked, hideous mouth. It took a bite out of his phone, killing it. The monkey blocked the front door. Even if Elliot could get past him, he was in a t-shirt, pajama pants, and socks. He couldn't run outside in the cold, deep snow. The nearest neighbor was half a mile away. He'd be an Elliot sickle before he even got there. He was trapped inside with this thing with no hope for escape. Elliot prayed for his parents to return, but he might be dead before then. He must fight. Edging over to the fireplace, he was gonna grab the fire poker. At least it was more of a capable weapon than his stupid butter knife. He shuffled slowly. Sock stood there watching him, his button eyes ablaze like fire. The spirit in there must be incredibly evil and angry. And it also knew what Elliot was trying to do. As Elliot reached for the poker, the sock monkey pounced. Elliot managed to put the shaft of the poker between him and the monkey, which held on to the golden rod. They struggled. The monkey was as strong as a full-grown man, maybe stronger. It forced Elliot back toward the fire. He couldn't hold it back. It was forcing him into the open, roaring flames. It was trying to burn him up. As he was being pushed back, Elliot had an idea. 
He fell onto his back and kicked up his legs, and as he did, he let go of the fire poker. It, along with Sock the monkey, landed in the flames. Sock shrieked a terrifying cry that made Elliot shudder. The evil Sock monkey tried to climb out of the fire, but Elliot closed the screen on the fireplace. He watched Sock the monkey burn to a crisp. Later, he grabbed a hot pad out of the kitchen and pulled the fire poker out. It was glowing red from being heated up by the fire. As he did, something whooshed into his face. Something that smelled rotten and rank. Something evil. It climbed into him, possessed him. Now he felt the power of Zamondo. Rage. Pure rage and chaos. He gripped his fire poker with his bare hand. It singed his skin, but he didn't feel it. He would wait for the other dwellers in the house to return. He grinned, showing his mouth full of spiky teeth. Zamondo lived again. So, I've been to the Grimsbridge Mall with my friends and I've seen vendors selling sock monkeys. I will definitely steer clear of them in the future, just in case Sock the Monkey returns. Ain't nobody got time to monkey around with evil spirits, am I right? <laughs> Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.